Consistency over everything. Self-awareness is a must. And you gotta always keep it real. These are the keys. This is the Continual Growth Podcast. I'm Bawanka. I'm with Z. What's good, Z? What's poppin', brother? What's going on? How you doing today? Oh, man, I'm doing incredible. About to get episode 14 poppin'. Let's go. Let's go. It's all about reading today. Okay, okay. All right, before we get into that, though, what uh, what 21 are you working on right now? Right now, I'm working on uh, complete my G- or do my GSD before 9 p.m. Oh, what's so? What's GSD? People are hearing that. What's GSD? That's that get shit done list. Okay. What's on the get shit done list? So today, podcast is on there. Okay. Okay. So bang podcast, that on out. We're, we're, we're literally handling that one. Hell yeah. Yeah. So we got podcasts on there today. I got. Uh, I had to set up something with the dentist. Set an appointment with the dentist. Nice. And set an appointment with the foot specialist. And of course, you're gonna get all three of them done. Bro, I already did. Yo, I'm doing number three right now. Let's go. Gotta That's win the up. day. Gotta Let's win the go. day. That's awesome. That's but this awesome. one, yo, this this twenty one has probably been like one of the harder twenty ones. It's it's a, it, it's an advanced one because it takes, there's there's you're relying you're it it needs you to follow through with three things. It's not just one. No, no, no. All it, I mean? all, all it is is I just have to do it before nine p.m. I just have to write it out before nine. p.m. Write out your GSD. So it takes me no joke. It takes me no longer than one minute to do it. Nice. And I've fallen off twice. It's man, but it's. I think for you, what what you know is how powerful the GSD is. Mm-hmm. So to make it something that you're going to try and get done at a particular time, make it part of your morning routine, mm-hmm. it's going to have a massive impact. That's wicked. Yeah, I always come back to it. But that's that's the problem, that it's not part of my morning routine, mm-hmm. right? Because it's I can't do it until the night like the night before I have to know what I'm going to do the next day. Right. So that's what happens. Like I leave it, I let it sit for too long, and then I don't end up doing it. What day are you on? Day Day three. Okay. Today's day three. I haven't wrote it out yet, but now you're that still I'm early. Done, you're early. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. right after this, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get back to it. That's cool. I'm on I'm on day five of uh, finishing my shower with a one minute pure cold water. Ooh. Bro, I woke up today and I was like, Yo, fuck it, don't do it. You don't need to do it. It's not that important. Give your like, you can start back up tomorrow. It's okay. Like I just uh, didn't want to do it. Yeah. And how it's because it's day five. Like it's it's like any new habit, right? Yeah. You you're gonna fight it. There's resistance to it. And then, um, and, and I remember I was in the shower and I told myself, not today, uh-uh, mm-hmm. not today. I'm going to do it because I wrote it on my 21s board Less. and I'm going to make it happen. I made it happen. I feel like I, I feel just as good as the fr- four previous days where I had done it. Right. Mm-hmm. So it was important for me to fight through that. And then, and I know that like, I'm going to keep going. I'm sure I'm going to hit a couple more roadblocks, but it felt good to get it done after I woke up telling myself that. Like a bunch of reasons to not do it. Yeah. Like I gave myself outs, and yeah. I didn't. I didn't let those outs rule me. So Sick. I feel pretty good about that. But today's episode, what are we? What are we getting into? It's all about reading today. Okay. Okay. Where do you want to go with that? So we'll just we'll just give them a little bit of a background about a little bit about me, a little bit about you. So like me, I hated reading. Didn't want anything to do with reading. Yeah. Thought I could learn everything on my own. Like that was that was always my take on reading. I didn't think like. I needed to read and I was a slow reader. So I'm like, this shit takes forever. Right. So I'm going to just do something where I can be effective. Right. And you didn't understand that um, it, your, your perception of being effective was, was interac- inaccurate, right? Yeah. Like you had thought that if you spent the time working on becoming a better reader, that would help you digest information faster. You didn't factor I, that I didn't, I didn't even know you could become a better reader. I thought it was right. like, I'm a slow reader. It's a fact. That's the way it is. That's how it is. Right. And, and... For you, 
um, as someone that kind of always questioned the value of reading, mm-hmm. right? What are the reasons why you felt that way? Because I, th- I think it's common. It's a lot of people. I used to, I, I used to question because, the value you know, of reading. People tell me to read, and I try reading. I try to read, and then like two pages, you read two pages, it takes 10 minutes. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck did I just read? And then you're like, all right, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to put half an hour into it. You put half an hour into it, and you get done like five pages, and you're like, this is going to take forever. Right. Yeah. Forever. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's why I'm like, why would I read? I don't have time for this. Right. And it, it's funny that we... We, we go through that thought process where we're like, okay, it took me 20 minutes to read mm. five pages. If this book is 200 pages, that's going to take me a fuck ton of time. Yeah. So I, I better like, stop. I like, better stop. Yeah. Like that, that becomes the next action. Knowing how hard it is, it's like, nah, you know what? Don't do that. Do something else. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, like we lived together for a long time. You had fucking... A bookshelf with books. Yeah. I could have re- read them anytime I wanted, but yep. I never read them. Yep. I'm like, this guy, he's been reading in fucking <laughs> school and university. He knows how, like, he can read fast. So it's easy for him to read this fucking big book that's like four, four, 400, 500 pages. That's, that's how I thought. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the story that you told yourself, right? And it's, and unfortunately, when it comes to such a powerful habit like reading, there's a lot of false narratives and stories that are out there. That people believe, mm-hmm. like people believe that um, certain people just are naturally born better readers, mm-hmm. and that's not true. Yeah, like it's just not true. It's it's you know like I mean? it's like you could take someone at the gym. You go to the gym and you see someone someone benching like three hundred pounds. You be like, that guy's strong, right? But he he did, he wasn't just born benching three hundred pounds. Uh-huh, he yes. kept working out, working out, working out, working out, working out, and now it's easy for him to be pressing three hundred pounds because he does it all the time. Yeah, and and you know you know what uh, that's a really good example because when I think about um, where does where does that come from that thought process, right? Mm. If you look in the average city, you know um, somewhere like Toronto, there's probably hundreds of gyms yeah. in Toronto, right? Are there hundreds of libraries? You know what I mean? Like that's we we're not exposed to to it's it's not it's not as in our faces. Mm-hmm. So we can't come up with those that that scenario to say okay if I want to get really strong I need to start going to the gym. If I go to the gym, like that that process, yeah, we 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 can we can conceptualize that for the gym, but for learning and reading and knowledge we don't we don't make that connection. Yeah, because the book the book is it's it's quiet. Like right. you don't know what you're gonna get out of this book until you like dive into the book. Right. That's the only way you're gonna know anything about the book. Right. And or what? What? So now, now that you're as someone who's an uh, an avid reader, which mm-hmm. is like wicked to describe you as that, because I, like you said, like I knew you when you didn't read. I tried, and you were like, "Fuck this." Mm-hmm. Um, now you're someone who's an avid reader. Like, what makes? Like, what is it about reading that that you've? identified as like this is something i need to do all the time like what about it made it click it's it's the fact that you like you learn so much and you don't have to like all you have to do is read it you don't have to go and fail a million times in a million different ways to understand like this is the wrong way to do it you need to do it this way you can just go find out from someone who's been doing it for for so long yeah find out the right way to do it go try that way it's probably gonna work and then you're like wow I just skipped so many steps. I agree with you. And it's such a good way to um, connect with people that you aspire to. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, let's say you look up to somebody um, in a particular industry and you find out that they've come out with a book. Yeah. And inside of that book is all of their little wisdoms and the principles that they followed. And 
the the thought process that they went through to make particular decisions and it guided them in achieving their success. Mm -hmm. You can learn a little bit from that experience and apply that to your life, but you can't do that unless you read a book. You get what I mean? 100%. And the the thing that I love about reading is that um you know, you always say this. You you only you only know what you know and you don't know what you don't know. Exactly. And if and the, 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 sometimes that I hear people say like, "Oh, but bro, like it's just like so boring. It's just so boring." It's like, "What? What 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 do you think is entertaining?" And I'm like, "Oh, some show that I watched on Netflix." Well, what the fuck did it do for you when you watched it? All seven seasons 20 episodes, and they're all 30 minutes long. What did that do for you? You found out that some vampire got the girl at the end that he wasn't supposed to get or some other bullshit. Like, that didn't help you move forward. It was enjoyable right then, at that time. It felt great. Yeah. But now it's like, imagine you were doing something, even, yeah, if you don't like it, you're reading, but you're going to learn so much from it. It's going to help you grow. Especially in topics that you're, like... Not as well versed in. Like if you if you get um, book if you get a book that's um, talking about like financial investing and mm-hmm. and understanding the markets. If you're someone that's has never had any exposure to that, yeah, getting the top book for that is going to really have a massive impact on it. It's going to open your eyes up. hundred percent. And I think when it opens your eyes up, then you can see what the opportunities are that you can incorporate certain things in your life. Take the action needed for you to see whatever benefit you saw in the book yeah. in your life. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'll give you a perfect example. So I had a sales position and I thought to myself like, okay, let me read a sales book. My first ever sales book. Mm-hmm. And just off reading that book, I started closing way more clients. Like, because I know the story in a deeper sense, Yeah. go deeper with that. Like give people like your stats okay, okay, okay. <laughs> and how the book totally changed that for you because... The transformation was big. Yeah. So when I first started trying to sell, like I would just show the product. That's it. I, all I knew was like, just show the product. Do you want it? I didn't know there was more to it than that. You didn't know there was a process. I didn't know there was, yeah, there was more to it than that. Then Grant Cardone, best salesman in the world. If you sell anything, you need to know about Grant Cardone. Mm-hmm. I read his book about um, how, to, how, to, how, to close, how to close, how to stop objections. Mm-hmm. And after I read that book, I was about like, a 20% closer, I moved up to 60% just from that book. That's incredible. Just from that book. So, so to, to put that into a broader context, understanding that you're closing sales at 3x times improvement now. Mm-hmm. You can see the benefit of that in your businesses, in your life, and all of that happened because you read a book. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like The dots don't always connect. And I think a lot of times people will... They'll, they'll know that they should read. They know that reading's good for you, mm-hmm. but they can't connect the dots between how that's going to happen in their lives. Yeah. You did that. Mm-hmm. And that's something that a lot of people can connect with. If you're in an, in an industry where you have to sell something, yeah. why wouldn't you want to become better at selling? <laughs> why wouldn't you? You get what I mean? And if, if it means that you have to sit down and read a book that's going to take you however long it takes, it's worth it. Mm-hmm. It's worth it. Take that action. And it's not even just about sales or about careers like there's books about everything, whatever, any <laughs> single problem that you could think of, imagine, whatever it is that you're going through, there's a book that has answers for you, and, 100%. And there's, and there's books that are packaged in a way that you can digest it. Like if you're, if you're a really technical person and you don't like stories, you, want to, you just want the straight facts, yeah. there's books for that. If you want a book that presents the facts in a story, it's got kind of like, it takes you through a, a winding fairy tale. And, and whether it's fictional or not, doesn't matter, but there's books for that too. There's, 
many different types of books on many different topics packaged many different ways. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a book out there for you. There's an author that you can connect with, their writing style. There's concepts that, that are going to pique your interest. But you have to expose yourself. You have to immerse yourself in the possibility of what reading can do for you. And the only way you can do that is to fucking read. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. I got a question for you. Okay. Okay. So 90% of people don't read past the first chapter. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that is? Oh, it's, it, think about the world that we live in today, right? Mm-hmm. You can digest information so quickly with YouTube, with Netflix, with the internet. Um, you can get the answer to whatever you're looking for really fast. And you can get it in a way that you don't have to put that much effort in. It's easy to sit back and watch. Yeah. It's, it's easy to just listen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But if you have to apply yourself and actually read word after word, page after page, that requires effort. And it's a struggle. And it's, it's hard. Yeah. It's not easy to suddenly go from someone that's never reading to someone that reads all the time. That's a skill that you need to develop. And if you, have, if you don't have that skill yet, how can you expect yourself to just A, be really good at reading and then B, enjoy it right away? It doesn't make sense. And the, the resistance that you have to go through, it's the exact same as that example you used earlier about the gym, right? Yeah. It's the exact same. The first couple times you go to the gym, it's going to fucking suck. Mm-hmm. You're not going to know what you're doing. You're going to feel sore in spots that you've never felt sore before. And you got to keep going. Yep. That, that keep going kind of mindset, that's, that's, what, that's what that continual growth mindset's all about. It's just continually growing, keeping at it. And reading is, is something that you have to keep at. Mm-hmm. How you feel about it doesn't matter in the moment. You're not qualified to have an opinion on it because you haven't practiced it and sharpened the sword of reading in your tool, sh- in your tool shed. Mm-hmm. You haven't gotten there yet. So you get re- what I mean? Yeah. So reading is not about right now. Right. It's about like this is you're going to keep reading all different books on your journey and it's just going to help you keep learning, keep learning, get more and more knowledge. Definitely. And think about it too. Like at the end of the day, when you're reading books, you're trying to get some sort of wisdom or lessons or um, some sort of practical tools or tips that you can apply in your life, um, you can't expect to see the benefit of this newly acquired knowledge Mm -hmm. until you've lived some of your life. Like you need to, a certain amount of time needs to pass where you've applied the knowledge that you just got, right? And, And when that amount of time has kind of elapsed, then you can look back and say, all right, what I learned from that book helped me or didn't help me. Mm-hmm. But you don't get to have that opinion until some time has elapsed and you've actually applied yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, because that's what it is. It's like you have to do something. It's like you can have people say like knowledge is power. Yeah. It's, not, it's not power until you do something with it. Agreed. Agreed. Absolutely. Okay, bless. So let's let's go into um, some of our favorite books. Some of our favorite books. All right. I'm all over that. Okay. 10X. It's 10X. on my list too. It's on my list 10X. too. 10X. Grant Cardone, yep. best book I've ever read. I give it 10 out of 10, 100 out of 10. Like, this is a must read for everybody. Yep, yep. And it's to me, it's, it's a book that uh, it doesn't matter uh, where you live. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what you do for work. It, none, none of those factors that you think matter, matter. None of them do. Anybody has the ability to 10x their lives. It's a mindset. You get what I mean? It's not, it's not necessarily, um, you know, do this, do this, do this. Yeah. It's more if you embrace this type of mindset and take a macro view of your life, yeah. what are the actions that you need to take in order to 10x your life? And then take 10 times th- that action in order to achieve the outcome. Mm-hmm. And if you do that, you're going to get much further ahead than when you were when you started. 
You get what I mean? And I'm sure you experienced that in your life with that book, right? Oh, yeah. And the best thing about this book is like, he touches on everything. Yes. My favorite part is when he touches on fear. Oh, that was a good chapter. Cha- chapter 16, when he touches that's on That's the one fear. you read standing up? Yeah, that's the one. You know, I was getting so pumped because I always read out loud too. Yeah. So I'm reading it and I was like, I was sitting, leaning back in the beginning. I started reading more. I started leaning forward. And then I started like getting even more into it. I got up. I started like pointing my finger, yelling. Yo, like it was probably the most intense thing that I have ever read. 100%. I agree with you. It was a, it was a really good chapter. That was... 10x by far um, is is one of the most impactful books that anybody can read. I agree with you. Um, a book that I really liked, um, and I, I recently read it. It had a really deep impact on me. Was Man's Search for Meaning? It was a book by Viktor Frankl about his experience in the Nazi death camps, mm-hmm. and he talks about how um, no one can make you feel anything. And he proves that. What do you mean no one can make you feel like So a lot of times people will say, oh, you know, like that person cut me off or my boss does this or my girlfriend does blaming, that. Blaming you're you're other blaming people. other yeah, people okay, for, yeah. for how you feel. And what he talks about is how through the experience of the death camps, he understood that no one can make you feel anything. Even in the most horrible situations that hopefully humanity never has to experience again. Mm-hmm. He, there was people in those camps that found joy that found happiness, that, that found purpose. Yeah. And if people in those situations can find purpose, mm-hmm. he lays out the kind of thinking that you need to have in order to find purpose in your own life. To get the best out of life. To get the best out of life. And he says that anybody, he who has uh, a why to live for can live through anything. And it's true. And it's, it always comes back to what we talk about, right? If you have goals and you have a compelling enough reason to achieve those goals and you understand the actions that you need to take in order to get there, that why drives you. It moves you. Mm-hmm. And when you understand that you have the ability to influence your why just through your thoughts and the way that you think and the perspective that you have on life, that has a powerful effect on people. And that book, like, I, everyone needs to read it. I haven't read it yet, but it sounds I can't powerful. Wait. You're going to love it. You're going you're gonna, to, you're going to, it's, that's one of those books that like you read it and you kind of almost, there's moments where it's it's hard to continue reading yeah. because it's such a horrible tragedy that happened. Mm-hmm. But it's also one of those books that as you read it, so many powerful lessons start to it just starts to click. It just starts to click, and then you start to understand life from a from a deeper sense, and you have a deeper appreciation for your your role in taking responsibility for the way that you feel and the things that you do, and and knowing that he talks about in situations where people didn't have that ability. And yet they still lived like fulfilled. Mm-hmm. If they can do it, anybody can do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. Give us another book that, uh, that you really liked. Okay. Another book is actually a second book that I ever read. It's called The Compound Effect. The Big Mo. <laughs> the Big Mo. This book is, it's just, all it talks about is, is habits and consistency and just how if you just keep building, making small changes every single day, how in time, it's going to change your life dramatically. Yeah. And if you just keep making small changes in a negative way, it's going to make your life dramatically negative. Yes. There, the, the compound effect is doesn't care whether it's positive or negative. Mm-hmm. All that's true about the compound effect is that there is a compounding that happens. Yeah. Right? The positive gets compounded to more positive. The negative gets compounded to more negative. And it starts with those micro little steps and micro little movements that over time add up to a massive, giant, tremendous impact. Mm-hmm. Big book. And to someone, to someone who's not a reader or who hasn't read, this is an incredible starter book. I agree. Because it just makes you understand like 
how what reading is going to do for you. It makes true. you understand like what all the rest of the other habits that you want to build are going to do for you. So it's easier to keep on reading. Agreed. That's really good. That's really good. What's uh, what's another book? Um, this one, I, I just actually finished reading it too. It's uh, The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari. Okay. That's a good one. So, the thing I liked about this book, it's different from other self-development books in that it's not so much like a, um, you need to do this, you need to do that. It was a story. It told you a story of someone that a lot of people can relate to. A lot of the decisions that he was making and the way that he was living his life, a lot of people can relate to that. Mm-hmm. And he dramatically like, made a shift in his life, dropped everything, successful lawyer, dropped that to go be a monk. Not just successful. He had money for days. For da- yeah, well, he had, he had unlimited money, right? So um, for him to drop that, literally sell his Ferrari and um, live a life uh, like a monk, some of the, like, the story takes you through these seven virtues that you can relate to. Mm-hmm. And, and we're getting late on the podcast. I don't want to take people through the book. But it's a book that you can really connect with. And as you read it, the story unfolds and the lessons unfold and you connect with them as you're going. It's one of those that you don't have to read the whole thing yeah. to get it. Each one of the virtues is something that you can make sense of and, and understand how you can apply it like directly in your life like now. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, man, those are, this, is a, this is a good list of books. Um, there is also that list on the website too. Yeah. Right. Walker's uh, most impactful. Top impact, ten. T- most impactful. Yeah. Yeah, and and that list has got um, you know a lot of other books on there that are just as equally as impactful as these ones, mm-hmm. and they've got like a nice review that you put together. Uh, by all means, people should go out and check out that list as well for ideas. So let's give them some tips for reading. Some reading tips. Yeah. Okay. What? So so my tip, like number one tip, is just be consistent. And pick whatever time you can do. Like a lot of people want to do an hour. I'll do an hour of reading every day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You, you know how hard it is to do an hour of reading? It's hard to do an hour of anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you just start with 10 minutes and you can stay consistent with 10 minutes, that's more than enough. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's, that's such a good tip because it's, it's easy to make it happen. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and the thing about uh, um, anything that you do, you gain confidence in it the more you do it. And holding yourself to a 10-minute time limit, it's like, it's not overcommitting. It's something that you can do every day. It's not hard. Like, it's, that's a good tip. I think the, the biggest tip I would give people is for your first book, pick something that you're interested in already. Yes, that's a very good tip. You, you know what I mean? Something that you already, like, if you, if you are, um, and I'll use the example of basketball. If you're into basketball... Go find some of the best books about basketball. Maybe uh, a good one that I really like is uh, Wooden, which is uh, Coach Wooden, which is a former coach of UCLA. Mm-hmm. He's probably one of the most uh, celebrated basketball coaches of all time. Super successful. He won 10 or, 10 or 12 NCAA championships in a row. Like a, it's, it's never going to be matched, right? Um, but the lessons that you can learn from that book, it helped me because I love basketball. So it's easy I, I, to relate. It was easy to relate. I could yeah. connect with, with, with the, the stories. I could connect with the lessons. It made sense to me, right? So I would suggest for anybody that's looking to make reading a habit of their lives, start with a topic that you're already interested in or find uh, a famous person that you already think is interesting. Find if there's a book written by that person or about that person or about that topic that you're interested in and, and just go at it with the, that, the tip that you shared. 10 minutes. Just 10 minutes a day. That's it. You know what I mean? Okay, so 
Um, this was a good episode. I, I really enjoyed diving into this topic because I think a lot of times people hear us talk about the importance of reading and why it's so important, but we don't get the platform or the, the time to really dive into it. Mm-hmm. An Instagram post doesn't do it justice. It doesn't, you know what I mean? Instagram story is not going to do it that justice. So the, the podcast episode, we can really dive into it. I'm hoping that some of the dots that people have kind of wondered about reading, like whether they should do it, how they should do it. Um, I'm hoping that those dots get connected in this episode. And, and by all means, guys, if you're enjoying the content that we're putting out, it would mean a lot to us if you would do two things for us. One, leave us a review. It's important for, for the podcast algorithm and people getting exposed to our podcast that the reviews are there. That's how it gets ranked. And the other thing about it is, is tell somebody, tell a friend about the Continual Growth Podcast. Tell them about the movement of people who are committed to taking action to own their lives because at the end of the day, what we do matters. And if we can decide on what we do by learning the things that we need to do, we take that action and we can live the best possible life. And with that, kill every day and own your fucking life. Bless.